0: We are chosen and fully accepted by God. His opinion of us is the only one that truly matters. Today we're learning how to stop people pleasing and focus on an audience of one. Joyce Meyer, C.C. Winans, Lisa Harper, and Elizabeth Hasselbeck are joining us. Come on, let's talk about it.
1: People pleasing is, um, it sounds like something that we ought to do <laughs> and there's actually even a PLACE IN THE BIBLE WHERE IT DOES SAY
0: uh-huh.
1: TO LIVE, TO PLEASE OTHERS, AND NOT YOURSELF.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: BUT THEN ACTS five twenty nine SAYS WE MUST OBEY GOD, right. AND NOT MAN. Mm-hmm. AND SO I THINK THAT, YOU KNOW, WE WANT TO TRY TO PLEASE PEOPLE AND MAKE THEM HAPPY UNTIL WHAT THEY'RE WANTING US TO DO IS GOING AGAINST right. WHAT GOD IS WANTING US TO DO. AND... Uh, Growing up in an abusive home with an angry, alcoholic father and a a mother who was just weak in her temperament. She was fearful and weak and she wouldn't really stand up for herself or for my brother and I. And uh, my father was sexually abusive, abused me on a regular basis for... 12, 13, 14, 15 years. I don't, that's all I ever remember. So I know it started really early. And it was repetitive. It wasn't just a handful of times, it was all the time. And my mother knew it. She caught him. I told her, but she wouldn't, 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 couldn't do anything about it. And uh, 30 years after I was out of there and mm-hmm. IN MINISTRY, SHE she SAID TO ME ONE DAY, I'M SORRY FOR WHAT I LET YOUR DAD DO TO YOU. SHE SAID, I JUST DIDN'T THINK, AND THIS IS, TO ME, THIS IS INTERESTING. Mm -hmm. I DIDN'T THINK THAT I COULD MAKE IT ON MY OWN AND TAKE CARE OF YOU AND YOUR BROTHER. Mm -hmm. AND I DIDN'T THINK I COULD FACE THE SCANDAL. YOU SEE, INCEST BACK IN THOSE DAYS WAS NOT ANYTHING THAT ANYBODY TALKED ABOUT. You didn't talk about that. Actually, when I started openly talking about it in the pulpit, I don't know this, but I think I could have been one of the first to ever do that. Mm. Because you just didn't talk about it. And my dad was a very angry man. There was always this dance going on of trying to keep Daddy happy. Mm -hmm. I could tell earlier when, when you were talking that we could just overlay the stories and yeah, we have similar... You know, they would be the same. And so, it, it was all about doing whatever was required to keep him happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Because when, when he got mad or angry, it just wasn't pretty. I mean, it could be anything from getting slapped across the face to having all your privileges taken away, whatever those were. Okay. So you don't live like that for that many years and then just walk away right. and not still have some of that left over. So my situation with people pleasing is really i think very interesting because i was also a controller so if if i could control somebody i would but if they wouldn't let me and it was a relationship i wanted to keep then i would quickly become the people pleaser right mm. and so Ooh. i I did both so wow. being around me you would never ever ever think that I was ever a people pleaser because I come across strong and mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. normally you know that is the way that I am but as I got older and I got into other relationships and and got into church now this this is before God ever called me to preach or before I I always say before I became a serious Christian. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've been a Christian as long as I can remember, but I don't. I wasn't a serious one <laughs> until God touched my life back in the 70s during the outpouring of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that we often refer to as the Charismatic Movement. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to a, a church, the denominational church that Dave grew up in, and I always wanted to be important because I felt bad about myself. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be important. I wanted to lead. And so there was this one woman that kind of was the woman that if you want to be in the in crowd, you've got to be in with her. (laughs) And I look back now when I think, Mm -hmm. it it just makes me almost want to throw up (laughs) the way that I catered Mm -hmm. to her Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. was so unauthentic Mm -hmm. with her Mm -hmm. because I would just make on over her and call her every day and compliment her and anything that, you know, she wanted me to do, I would do. And sure enough, I got what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I got in with the in crowd. Dave was an elder in the church. And, you know, we were always invited to all the parties and yada, 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 yada. But the thing is, when you get a relationship with that way, That's what you got to do to keep it. Yeah, there's no foundation. And so eventually it becomes exhausting. Uh Mm -hmm. And you get so fed up (laughs) with falling all over this person that you really can't even hardly stand. (laughs) And uh, then when God did touch my life and I was called to teach, Mm -hmm. all these people that I thought were my friends were the first ones to turn against me and tell me, You know, we just, well, if this is what you're going to do, then we can't have anything to do with you. So all my people pleasing didn't really get me any friends. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It just an exercise in exhaustion. And I pretty much don't have a problem anymore with people pleasing except with my children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> and it's not that they try to make me be a people pleaser. It's, I do it all on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I can talk about people pleasing because I know. And then I also found in my life as an adult that any time I ran across somebody that had a personality like my father's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would go into that same right. routine again. Right. If they were real strong and abrasive and aggressive and had a quick temper, mm-hmm. I would quickly become a people pleaser because I just didn't want anybody mad at me. You know, I lived in so much anger when I was growing up that I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, even if two of my kids aren't getting along, I can't stand it until everything is, (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. peaceful again. And I'm so
0: far behind as far as spiritual maturity, but I am walking behind you. I'm grateful that you've made the path because what you're saying is what God continues to teach me. And I've realized that peace with God has nothing to do with the approval of other people. That's right. And and I have, um, he's just had to unseat a lot of idols in my life this is real simplistic, but a pastor that has mentored me, he said, Lisa, it's not bad that people are pleased with you. It's that it's kind of like figure skating. You throw out the high scores and the low scores, and you just somewhere in the middle. And so I I found myself now, you know how it is, is all of us have platforms at some level where, you know, whatever you sing and you preach and, So you do whatever you're called to do. And used to be, I would almost resent if it went over well because I thought, you don't really know me. Like, why are you clapping? Because I was so distrustful of of kindness because of some stuff from my past. And so I would smile and nod, but I'd think there's nothing in that that feeds anything in me. I was expecting, but if somebody said, that's the worst thing I've ever heard anybody say on 1 Thessalonians, I'd be like, Okay, it's like it's like the groove in me got so stuck on abuse. That was the only place I was comfortable. Wow! And when I realized what an idol that was in my life and how I didn't really believe, I believed God delivered me from my sins. I couldn't imagine God delighting in me mm-hmm. because I was such a broken little girl that I thought I've just gotta work really hard to prove that him saving me wasn't something that he would grow to regret. Now, I wouldn't say that theologically. I would never say that was my doctrine. But that was that emotional brand on my heart of there's no way a God like that could actually delight mm-hmm. in a woman like me. It's taken years
1: for God to unwind those untruths. Right. You know, when I when I first started, when my ministry first started growing, I remember so many people saying, now, don't get so big that you're too good to come to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, when my ministry did get bigger and I couldn't just go do every nine-person Bible study and, mm-hmm. right. you know, right. that would come back to me all the time. Right. We're not, well, I don't want them to think that I right. think that I'm too good yeah. right. to go. So I would just say yes to everything and I literally just was making myself yeah. sick. Yeah. I mean, I was just completely
2: right.
1: destroying my health and mm-hmm. so I was, I was not being pleasing to God. Right. There you go. And saying yes to everybody. And then somebody said something to me that I thought was really good. They said, well if you keep taking all the the little things that you're invited to take and you won't let me promote you, then you never make room for the other people here.
0: THAT ARE WAITING TO MOVE
1: INTO THAT. Mm -hmm. SO I WAS ACTUALLY, REALLY, BY NOT OBEYING GOD, I WAS HINDERING OTHER PEOPLE. KIND OF CLOGGING UP THE PIPE. YEAH, I WAS CLOGGING UP THE PIPE. AND SO GOD SHOWED ME THAT IT'S GOOD TO SAY I MEAN, YOU HAVE TO SAY NO WHEN GOD IS SAYING NO. OTHERWISE, YOU KNOW, WHEN YOU START, IT'S TIME TO GO DO THIS THING YOU SAID YES TO, Mm -hmm. AND YOU'RE DREADING IT. SURE. (laughs) you know yeah. and and re- resenting that you have to go right. then there's a problem yeah. and yeah. one thing i have made my mind up to if i am going to spend my life doing this i am going to enjoy it right right yeah. yeah. I mean, if i if i right if i can't enjoy what i'm doing then yeah. you can't then i'm not going to do it
3: that's yeah. good. And God I'm wants that for you too he yeah. wants you to enjoy I'm, he wants yeah. to know that you can have the fullness of what he has to yeah. offer right. and that's one thing that i'm like i don't allow myself that sometimes like that yeah. he wants it's a fullness like, for us
0: when jesus he didn't want the the opinion of man mm-hmm. because he knew how fickle we are right. i mean one day you're they're for us one think, day they're right. against us <laughs> right. so he knows that and we need right. to live the same way that i love you and i i want you to love me mm-hmm. right but I can't live for you. Right. I have to live for him. Right. And so keep that in mind. Um, because I know tomorrow you could turn again, you right. know what I'm saying, but right. we all have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Right. And he is the only constant, constant, constant.
1: That's right. Right. That. In our lives. Right. I want you to like yeah. me, yeah. but I, I like will you. survive you like even, like even I'm if live, you don't. Right. You're yes. yeah. right.
0: just going to have to go on. Yeah, but right. You don't.
2: That's right. right. People yeah. pleasing is. It's, it will exhaust you. It's, yeah. it's, it's Where exhausting. You slap out. It's it's like living on a roller coaster. You right, know, yeah. and, and for all of us who live in the public eye a lot, um <laughs> learned that. You learned that I had to learn that really, really
0: yeah
2: quick, you yeah. know, um singing 'cause one week everybody <laughs> likes your song <laughs> and the next week Nobody. It's really not good at all. Right. Um so you so you have to understand that matter. that pleasing God puts you in a position to be a blessing to people. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when she when she said that if you don't really if you don't learn to say no, you're not in a position to say yes. Right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: You like you can't. You don't even have time to say yes to right. what you're supposed to say yes you can't to. Can't say yes
1: to what you're supposed to be. Saying. Right, right.
2: Because you have. And you said don't no. have the joy. And you don't have the ease. Mm-hmm. You
1: have right. that. Right. I
0: have said yes to so many things that I felt like afterwards. Never in a capricious way, but I felt like God was like. Damn. I was like, oh, I. I <laughs> thought I had to do that. I've learned if I say should, in my own mind. I don't need to should all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> it comes from a place of should. I have to back up and go, oh Lord, I might not have heard you. Mm. Because calling usually isn't based in a should. It's based in a, yeah. there's there's a joy, there's you an get ease. To. Yeah, you get, get to. to. Get to. Yeah. Um, one of the best things he has allowed me to do was I was on a national tour for a little while, Christian women's conference. And I was on tour with Lisa Welchel. Yes. I think y'all all know <laughs> Lisa Welchel. She on Facts of Life, a TV show. you probably too godly to watch it, Miss Joyce. But anyway, she was a, a sitcom star mm-hmm. yeah. for years. When I, We were the same age. But we Lisa is teeny tiny, about your size, petite, beautiful, blonde. But we have a real similar shaped head and smile. Mm-hmm. And so nobody was coming to where I'm you know, people are lined up to buy books to see Lisa Harper, they thought I was Lisa Welchel. (laughs) And I cannot tell you how many thousands, literally, of women I'd go, I'm sorry, because they'd stood in line for 45 minutes, (laughs) thinking they're meeting Lisa Welchel, because I had a big grin and a big head, and I was like, I'm so sorry, she's on the other side (laughs) of the arena. Well, they wouldn't be able to get there, because the break was only so long. And it was the most lovely thing to go, almost all the time that I was out there, I was displeasing people. But I still got to be present and hug on them and love on them, and sometimes they'd be like, well, will you sign it anyway? (laughs) I was totally the consolation prize, but there was such a sweetness to it because I found myself going, you know, I don't ever want to have a sense of entitlement with people clapping or or approving of what I do. I want to go, man, if I get to do this, I'm going to bring my whole heart
3: to the table. But if there's a laugh track or a boo track, that doesn't matter. Is God smiling at me. Wow, that's so good. And Joyce, I love what you said, too, about you could be almost stealing someone else's yes. Yeah, that's so, Like, yeah. that was so good. Like, if you're t- kind of taking them when you don't feel called into right. it. Um, and I also think everyone got a pretty good deal coming up and giving your smile <laughs> and, like, right. bless you're their right. day. I, I would have <laughs> been like, sweet. Um, I think, but I'll be really honest. I feel like I I think I have such an out loud, people pleaser way about me that it almost is more inside where I deal with um, what I call FOLPD, fear of letting people down. Mm. It's not that I won't please them. I said I will, I almost make myself so, I must make myself so super necessary. <laughs> you know, like I'm
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. the That's utility That's player rare. here. And if I don't do this, this whole <laughs> thing's really gonna, everyone's right. gonna be let down. Like, right. And it's gotta be just so self centered. <laughs> I'm like, let's confess it. Like, do I think I'm that necessary? Oh,
2: God. <laughs> really? I love it.
3: So oh, I just yeah. think I got that just just kind of came to me right now it's not even
2: whatever <laughs> it's not right a but I so clearly
3: <laughs> but I do think it's that snare in proverbs As I did write down fear of man lays a yeah. snare but whoever trusts right. in the Lord is safe yeah. and it's like I must not trust that God you mm. if I say no or even if I mess up I think it's cuz yeah. I still have a lot of yeses and I'm working to like shift over to mm. like can I let you know the no tomorrow instead <laughs> I don't want to let you down <laughs> F O L P D across yeah. my t-shirt but I do think It's that feeling of, um, God, you will take care of this and you will supply all that's needed for the next person who has the yes that you want to offer them in this. And you're not going to, um, he's saying to me, stop creating idols out of the people around you. That's right. You know, I did it for so long. Betsy is watching my mother-in-law, so I'm gonna talk about it. I could have had a sweet spot of five years, I think, with her, where I was so intent on not letting my mother-in-law down that I didn't, I didn't approach her mm-hmm. without fear of like, I wanted to prove to her all the time that I was mm-hmm. this amazing wife to Tim, mm-hmm. that she loved on him so well, that I was, he, he was gonna be in the best hands. And I, in my most like confessed version, I think I just, and I, God has multiplied those minutes so well since uh, the day I decided to not idolize her, mm. but just hug her as my sister in Christ mm-hmm. who raised the man of my dreams. And that I was gonna probably let her down sometimes. I was right, gonna mess right, things up, right. but I I needed to stop making her my idol because that's God's job description. Yeah, that's right. I, he is He that's is right. sovereign. He's over everything, and that's right. there's nothing I can do to get out of His love, like nothing. But right. I was giving her that position, mm-hmm. and it has been so much more sweet. And I think that so many women struggle with that because they place this woman that they just yeah. love yeah. and honor yeah. where they're not supposed to be, sweet. and she's. She birthed the man of my dreams, raised him to love me so well and. I idolized her for that, but that's not what God was asking me to do. So I operated in this fear of letting her down for so many years. And now our relationship is so sweet because I'm like, I'm not idolizing you anymore. (laughs) I'm actually not afraid to let you down. I don't want to, I want to honor you, but I, Betsy and I have this sweet relationship now. We're sisters.
0: Well, it's interesting that you almost came all the way back to what Joyce started with, talking about the woman who was the gatekeeper at the church when you were younger and how you just did everything You could. Mm. And when both of y'all were talking, I thought it reminds me of of First Thessalonians, you know, where Paul says, But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God, Mm -hmm. who tests our hearts, for we never came with words of flattery. And I used to love the second part of that verse. Because it says that that we loved you as a mother loves her children, mm-hmm. and I thought I, that's what I identify with. I want to kind of mother the people I get to minister with, and I used to ignore the first part of that of that passage, and then I go, Lisa, how often do you come to other people with flattery? And I've started checking myself because if I'm flattering, I'm usually trying to grease the skids mm-hmm. to make them like me, to make to get something. Yeah. Encouragement and flattery feel totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Encouragement comes from a heart that. I find my identity and contentment in Christ. So I'm sincerely saying Mm -hmm. I had to pull the sunroof back and raise my hands out when I was listening to you worship Mm -hmm. in the car. Mm -hmm. That's not flattery. Mm. Um, But I, I, I feel like that's part of me maturing and being less of a people person is to go, when am I coming at somebody with flattery? to get them to like me or get something I want. And when am I sincerely saying, thank you for birthing the man of my dreams, which I hope one day actually to get to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
3: yes, yes.
1: Well, I, I think we all yes. have to realize the bottom line is, is if you, a person is not a true friend mm. if you have to tell them yes all the time
2: mm-hmm.
1: to keep their friendship.
2: So mm-hmm.
1: you, true. You, if somebody really loves you, mm. then you can tell them no AND THEY'RE GOING TO LOVE YOU JUST AS MUCH IF THEY GOT A NO yeah. AS THEY DID IF THEY GOT A YES. AND WE, I THINK WE ALL HAVE TO REALLY, REALLY KEEP IN MIND THAT WE REALLY NEED TO DO WHAT GOD TELLS US TO, mm-hmm. NOT WHAT, NOT WHAT'S JUST GONNA MAKE PEOPLE LIKE US.
0: RIGHT.
1: OR, yeah. You know, I'M VERY COMMITTED IN MY TEACHING AND PREACHING. I'M NOT GONNA to PREACH TO PLEASE YOU. I'm going to say what I believe God is telling me to say. And, you know, when you're in our position, you can never do one thing that's going to please everybody. (laughs) I don't don't care what you do. You can never do one thing that's going to please everybody. So why keep trying and let's just please one person? One person. God, It's, it's a huge step of faith. Yeah. And like I said, I'm still working on this thing with my kids. And it's a good thing my kids are good kids and mature because they could really take advantage of my weakness if they wanted to. (laughs) 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 But but they don't. And it's kind of like... Everybody kind of knows this is mom's thing, and we're helping her, you know. Yeah. Work through it. Oh, that's so <laughs> because sick. even even if two sick. of them are it's fighting, serious. you know, like my son might say, "I know, I know, we got to get peace." You know, you got to have your <laughs> oh, peace. <laughs> I love
0: you. Yeah, I love. That. I'm
1: thinking but I want to be grafted awesome. into the Meyer family. <laughs> what about y'all? I guess that's the worst thing I ever. That's pretty good. I ever do, I'll make it. But I I suffered <laughs> terribly with people pleasing, mm-hmm. and like I said, almost killed myself physically trying. To do everything that everybody else wanted me to do. And, and I would do what everybody wanted me to do, but then I still had to do what God had made me responsible right. for. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, I just I think we miss out on so many real relationships mm-hmm. because of letting all those things get in, oh, in the yeah. way. You know? They
1: love me for me, not because yes. I do everything you want right. me to. Yeah. And trust me right. if I tell you I can't, I can't do that.
2: Yeah.
1: Trust me that I'm not like. It's not that I don't want to do it for you.
2: Yeah. exactly. Right.
1: It's just, it's not the wise thing for me to do, or it's not, right. you know, the thing that God wants me to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the older you get, <laughs> the bolder you get.
2: Yes.
3: Because, I'm feeling it. Come on.
1: You know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you know, I, la- I kind of snickered when you said you were 57. I thought. <laughs> I'm 77, so just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know a lot by now, but mm-hmm. I've had to pay the price to get it all, too. Yeah, I've walked yeah. through to walk it out. All, yeah. all these things. Right. And, you know, for me to get to the point where I would say no to somebody that I admired because I knew that no was going to be the wiser thing for me, mm-hmm. it took a lot
0: mm-hmm. of
1: suffering and
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Asking God to help me, and so I get it. I understand, and I know there's all kinds of people watching us that are in bondage mm-hmm. yeah. to people pleasing, mm-hmm. and I just so much want them to realize that it, God's not calling them to please everybody else. Right? Yes, we. I, you know, I want you to be pleased with me, mm-hmm. but I can't afford to disobey God. Can't. Right. In order. For you to be pleased with me right I mean you either are or you're not would you pray for us yeah so mm-hmm. father we come to you in Jesus name and yes, Lord. and yes honestly Lord I just feel so bad for people that are just beginning to maybe confront this situation in their life because I know what it takes yes. and so I ask you to give them real courage I can't ask you to take away everything that's hard for them because you want us to go through hard things until they're no longer hard for us. But I do ask you to give them real courage and, and to take the time to think about whether they're really supposed to do something or not. And if they're not supposed to do it, to be able to say no and always know that it's more important to please you than it is to please anybody. I PRAY FOR THEIR FREEDOM, I PRAY FOR THEIR DELIVERANCE, I PRAY THAT THEY WILL BE ABLE TO ENJOY EVERY DAY OF THEIR LIFE BY KNOWING THAT WHATEVER THEY'RE DOING IS RIGHT IN THE CENTER OF YOUR WILL, I ASK IT IN JESUS' NAME, AMEN.